Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 126. Are you ready for it? Factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Are you ready to rock your restaurant with Sales Stars? Well, you better be because Sales Stars is a game-changing staff training system that doubles and even triples your sales while providing unforgettable dining experiences for your guests. You have got to learn more, and you can do that by going to restaurantrockstars.com. Get on it. Yo, what is going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? It is your host, Eric Cacciatore. This is the podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry. And I have a great show for you today. It is Thursday. You do know what that means. If you don't know what that means, if you're new to the show, we have an authority here to teach us about... Uh, a product that was mentioned on the show by Chef Ortiz of Antique Taco. It's called Chef Sheet. Uh, so I cannot wait to share this tool with you just because I, I'm convinced that implementing a, a system, a tool like this into your restaurant will help you save time and money and uh communicate better i mean there's just so many benefits to a tool like this and um that's all i have i will stop talking now let me uh get the episode started i hope you guys enjoy it here it is with excitement allow me to introduce to you today's guest aj gilbert aj are you feeling unstoppable today <laughs> All right, I cannot wait to dive into it. So, AJ is a restaurateur and entrepreneur and has been managing restaurants in some way or form now for like 25 years. Today, he is the founder and CEO of ChefSheet.com. ChefSheet was started as a way to help balance the relationship between restaurant vendors and restaurants. Most medium to small restaurant operations place orders for products, get deliveries with an invoice, and pay what they are asked for the product by the vendor. Restaurants have little power to negotiate and to shop the market because they have little time to handle these mundane tasks or they just lack the tools to know why the prices they are paying have changed. Chef Sheet addresses many of these things by helping understand your prices over time, understanding your plate costs, and even what others are paying for products. So, AJ, I am pumped to have you here today because it's been you know, 125 episodes now, and people have been talking about how interested they are in seeing what happens with product management software that's kind of like increasingly becoming more and more, uh, uh, less of a secret. And so, uh, it wasn't until, uh, Chef Ortiz that one of these actually specific inventory management systems was mentioned, and that system was your system, AJ. So, I'm super excited to hear all about it, but before we do learn about it, I kind of want to learn a little bit more about you because you're not only a successful entrepreneur, but you're also, you know, you have a great track record as a restaurateur. So why don't you start off by telling us about yourself and how you got into this industry and, you know, how you fell in love with it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was 16 years old. I needed a job in high school and I wanted to make tips. And uh, so, uh, you know, some of my friends, you know, worked at a hardware store, would 
scoop ice cream and stuff like that. And I got a job busting tables. And uh, I loved it. I was making really good money. I mean, I think I was, so I'm 43 now. I was 16 then. I don't know how many years ago that was, but I was making like $100. You know, it was great fun. It was in Malibu in summertime and David Letterman would come in. Okay. You know, it was was a great job and I kind of got hooked on the restaurant business. I moved to San Francisco to go to college and needed a job and got another restaurant job, kind of bar backing. But this time I was, I was hosting, I was okay. working, um, the door in <clears throat> the restaurant that I was working for, um, had a bit of a resurgence, but in, in 1989, there was the earthquake in San Francisco and the complicated, but the place was very slow and they needed, um, help and because i was a host and i had a suit and a tie already i guess they kind of asked me to start managing so at 20 years old i started working as a restaurant manager and um then that restaurant closed and i needed another job and at this time i was a restaurant manager as well as a student but um so i went to uh what became an incredibly popular restaurant at the time, Restaurant Lulu, which was Reed Heron's first restaurant. Um, he went on to win a James Beard Award, and uh, it was a huge place. It was incredibly busy, and I was hooked, and I, I just loved the business. When went left school then, ended up going back, went to school in England for after, you know, I'd worked for a couple different restaurant companies in San Francisco. I became a general manager and did a little bit of regional management for them. Um, I met... Uh, my soon-to-be business partner and uh, best friend of many years um, was a chef. Um, I left the restaurant business to go back to school, decided I wanted to uh, work in politics and went and studied political science in London, came back, and through a whole strange chain of events, ended up finding a space on Valencia Street in San Francisco to open a a restaurant. Uh, This guy I had met before I left didn't know I'd been gone and called me on my cell phone the day I got back and said, uh, you want to lease this place I have um, on Valencia Street, which uh, was really up and coming at the time. And so Joe and I, my, my old business partner, we uh, opened our first restaurant together called Luna Park in 2000, kind of at the height of the tech boom. Uh, at a time we were, you know, we were, I was a student and, mm-hmm. you know, Joe was working as a chef. We weren't rich. And all the restaurants in San Francisco were really expensive because the economy was booming. But we had a different sensibility, and so we came in with, you know, fourteen, fifteen dollar maximum price entrees, and you know, all really high quality, you know, uh, you know, with the sensibilities of the San Francisco restaurant, but at a much lower price with a full bar, mm-hmm. and it was just insanely busy. Um, awesome. It was a huge success from day one, and, and kind of went from there. So yeah, AJ, I'm really excited about having you on the show because you're kind of a twofer. I mean, you're not only an entrepreneur. Uh, Starting at your own tech business, but you also have a great, uh, you know, restaurant background, and you're 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 kind of like my typical guests, where we go through the it factors of what makes them successful. But you also have so much to share with us on what we're talking about today, Chef Sheet. So I'm going to ask you a question I ask many of my uh, typical guests, and that is: Is there a point in your restaurant career where you knew that you know you're you weren't just doing this as a job and it was going to become your become your actual career your your full big boy big pants job <laughs> well i mean i kind of went through different phases so when i was i was i'd worked at lulu for a few years um they weren't really growing and it was a very um intense environment there was a lot of you know restaurants that 
you know, a restaurant shouldn't, everybody says a restaurant is like a family, mm-hmm. but you really don't, if you had to spend, you know, 10 hours a day trying to do some intense work with your family, that's probably not a good environment. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, the Lulu at the time was a very passionate environment. And it was, um, it wasn't, uh, and it wasn't the greatest work environment. So I, I had the opportunity to go back to the company that I'd worked for before. The restaurant had closed that had taken me to Lulu, which was a company called Spectrum Foods, which was about 18 restaurants. It was a division of a much larger restaurant company that owned about a thousand restaurants. Mm-hmm. And that was a more sterile, kind of dispassionate environment, which is what I thought I wanted. And went back and kind of climbed up the ladder with them again. But you get to a point where there really wasn't anywhere to go. I mean, being you know, running, uh, being a GM, or uh, and sometimes I was running a couple different restaurants. I mean, it's 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 great work, but it, it it's the same thing day after day. Mm-hmm. And um, if the restaurants are not exciting, meaning that the brands were not something that I really connected with, at least that I was working with at that time. It just it just wasn't that interesting. And so I thought I should try something else. And that's when I went back to school. I don't think I ever, um, you know, I worked in an office for the summer. I did kind of an internship with the political consulting firm. And I always missed the energy and activity mm. of being at, at the restaurant. So Certainly when we find a lease and we're going to open our own restaurant, I knew this was going to be my career. But mm-hmm. um, I had I had thought that before when I went back to school and at that point deciding it maybe wasn't going to be my career. So I've, I've had different, different, uh, different experiences with that. Yeah. So would you say the one thing that draws you to this industry is that energy, is that just constant – just that, uh, that. It's, you know, and, and so I'm doing the the web work now, which you know is is you know it's, you're building things and you see them come to fruition and you're working with very smart people yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But you know that that it's that it's the energy of the dining room, it's the energy of the restaurant, and it's the immediate satisfaction of seeing your work and how people respond to it. And there's really nothing else I've done that that gives you that. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, you know, you can, when you, I always say that, you know, a waiter, you know, is about a table. Mm -hmm. Is that table happy? Dining room manager, you're about an evening. I think the funnest job I've ever had in a restaurant is not being a general manager, but being, you know, an assistant manager. Because when you have a busy night and everything goes well, the restaurant could be losing a million dollars a year. Not your problem. Essentially, you still feel really good about the work that you've done, made your guests happy. Um, you know, you're, you're very satisfied. When you become a GM, your cycle moves over to a month. You know, your satisfaction is based on the financials and did you succeed for that that month. And then when you start owning your own restaurant, it goes right back, at least my experience, it goes right back to the guest. Mm-hmm. You know, is that guest happy? Are they going to come back? And being able to experience that in real time, is, it's quite a lot that does that. It's a, it's, a great, it's a great feeling to see when things are going well, to see, you know, how your, how your work Awesome. Can succeed and, yeah. yeah, there's definitely a few things in life that are more gratifying than seeing people happy right in front of you. So I totally understand what you're saying. And now we need to get back and start talking a little bit more about Chef Sheet because that is why we're here. And I mean, working in the restaurant industry, I'm sure you you experience the pains, many of the pains that come with trying to you manage the inventory. So what pains did you see, and why did you see an opportunity to create a resource like this? Well, so there, there are a number of 
of problems. I mean, so if you, the first thing is, is that the process of physically counting all the products that a restaurant buys is really difficult. I and, mean, you know, restaurant people are not in the positions that they are because they're good at Excel. Mm-hmm. You, know, they're, you know, you don't hire a cook because he can use Mac and PC. Um, you know, you, you, and that cook doesn't get promoted to be a sous chef or a chef because, you know, you can type really fast. I mean, these are people that are good with knives and they're good on mm-hmm. their feet, are strong, and, um, you know, can do the same task over and over again very well in a very analog profession. And the computer stuff is important, but it's, it's ancillary. I mean, you know, you could have the best chef in the world. I mean, I have, I've worked with so many people that, I, you know, and not to put too fine of a point on it, but were excellent cooks, excellent chefs, but they were functionally illiterate. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they could, you know, they just, they had not done school. They hadn't gone to, to high school, and they, they really couldn't read and write very well, but it doesn't mean that they weren't excellent professionals at what they've chosen to do. And, and so, you know, just, just getting people trained to, in the process of counting an inventory and entering into Excel and delivering a total to a bookkeeper is really difficult. And then all the data that, that should come from that, knowing that your prices are changing, knowing your plate costs, knowing that your vendor that was supposed to charge you five bucks a pound is charging you six bucks a pound. I mean, that's such a level of sophistication beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the inspiration is, is to create a system that would work within the, the, what, the, what most restaurants are, which are, you know, factories, um, that are not offices and 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 would be usable by the people who work the restaurant. So what I'm hearing is basically you created a system or um, you created Chef Sheet to be a system to really simplify the whole process for those people exactly. who aren't you know technically inclined, so to speak. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no problem you can't solve by hiring somebody to do it. Um, you know, so if you you know if you had the resources to hire somebody to like a you know, kitchen quarter or somebody like that who was very good with computers. And, mm-hmm. You know, they could do the whole thing that, I mean, you know, we, we'd be better. It would be better to use ChefSheet, but you could do that with, with Excel or some other program. Yeah. But, you know, ChefSheet is, is a tool that makes it much simpler. Yeah, and it's so incredibly important, too. We learned this from reading the e-myth that having systems, processes, and procedures in your restaurant will save you so much time and money and headache. And basically, it sounds like with ChefSheet, you can – Adopt this system and just plug it in to exactly. your restaurant. So it's a tried system that's already been tested and it's created for one purpose. You don't have to go out there and reinvent the wheel. You can just, uh, you know, adopt this process that's already been proven to work. So I think that's really valuable. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to use that, Eric. That's exactly right. I mean, you know, and, and, and that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. without going into a lot of specifics. It basically uses the accounting system that, that, that we learned uh, working for. Um, spectrum foods for the you know it's the, the that process of managing and taking their inventory that and but it's it's an off the shelf package you just throw it in and you teach you guys how to use it and you're and you're to the race that you're going. Now we know why it exists, why you you thought it was necessary to create a resource, a tool like this. Tell us about how it works. Mm-hmm. So um, you know basically. You, there's a mobile app and a website. The mobile app is predominantly used for counting. So you uh, 
it, through a very variety of tools, you can add items one by one. You can import your Cisco order guide or your existing Excel spreadsheet in just a couple of minutes. You add all the items in your restaurant that you want to work with. So some people just start with food. Some people start with the whole beverage side. Some people just start with, with liquor or beer or wine. You add those items into the system. Um, you divide them into different kind of workflows, different count sheets, much like you would with Excel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whereas, you know, you might have, and this works for your daily ordering as well as for your end of period or whatever counting you have to do of your product shift sheet can help you with that. But whereas you would move through your restaurant, perhaps with your clipboard counting, I have five pounds of salmon in the walk-in, I have three pounds of salmon on the line, and uh, then you'd go to your computer, you'd type in that you have uh, eight pounds of salmon. The ChefSheet mobile app lets you just go into a room where you have the product, you enter, you find salmon, you put in five, you count everything else in the room that you need, you move out to the kitchen line, you find the salmon again, count three this time, you're done. It's mm -hmm. on the cloud, the total's there, <clears throat> it's ready for your bookkeeper. It's added the five and the three together. It's keeping a history for you. It's uh, you're, you're done with the process of counting inventory. Now, if you want to use ChefSheet for ordering, you can you can add parts to this process, and you can actually even automatically just send your orders directly to your vendor. Um, you can do a whole bunch of other stuff after that. You can build recipe plate costs and say, you know, I have a dish that's made with the salmon. It's also made with a little bit of butter. It's made with a little bit of salt. Trying to think of a salmon dish that doesn't sound bad. Um, it's made with tomatoes. It's made with corn. And then, as you are updating your prices throughout the whole inventory process, um, you can see the cost of that salmon plate will adjust in real time, and all sorts of other stuff. But fundamentally, you know, its core function—it's a way to count your inventory room by room with a mobile app without having to do a bunch of different steps and type stuff into Excel where you might have errors and different problems. Once you're done counting with the mobile app, it's done. And mm -hmm. you can notify your bookkeeper. They can pull those totals and your inventory process is done. So it sounds like a really invaluable tool for managing your inventory and really keeping track of that PAR stock. But it's also a really great tool for inventory, like looking to, to, for pricing as well, for seeing what the costs are, what different uh, you know resellers are offering, your purveyors are offering, like – Talk a little bit about that and how it, this system sure. works to um, find out you know where the best prices are. So, so underlying all of this is, and and I should I should add that depending on where you are, this is more or less effective because you know we have I just was supporting a user in Bolivia today, and it's an extreme example, but I, I think we probably only have one user in Bolivia, so the features I'm about <laughs> to explain wouldn't be too effective for him. But if you're in San Francisco or New York or L.A., um, these can work pretty well. So when restaurant A has put in that they're buying salmon, restaurant B, um, also in the same city, may be buying salmon as well. Now, one of the challenges when you're – purchasing product is you never know if the vendor that's providing it to you is getting it to you at a reasonable price. I mean, basically, you negotiate the price the first time you buy it. Somebody calls and places that order every day. Salmon shows up. It's on the invoice. Somebody signs it. You're immediately responsible to pay it. And in 30 days, you're going to write a check and pay for that, that salmon. And uh, that's the deal. If, um, if the supplier has chosen to increase the price by 10%, that's what you're going to pay. Mm -hmm. um, 
So what we do is anonymously we allow users to compare the prices in their inventory sheets. So you could say, um, you know, I know my salmon is, is six bucks a pound, and then you can see that another restaurant in your area is buying salmon for fifty a pound, and from who they're buying it. So you see two pieces of information. You see the product and the vendor name, and then there's contact information for the vendor. So there's a way to compare the price that you are paying for a product to what other restaurants in your area. It's kind of, and this is something we have a patent pending on <clears throat> the process of taking prices from inventory and allowing people to compare them. There's a, a mobile app, I don't know how popular it is, but it's, uh, it allows you to go to the supermarket and you can scan a can of Coca-Cola or something. Mm-hmm. And it will show you how much you can – so if you're standing in the beverage aisle at uh, Ralph's Market, you could see that three blocks away. If you wanted to walk over, you could save uh, you know, five okay. cents on the can yeah. of Coca-Cola. So the way it, – It's basically the wholesale version of that. How I'm picturing this in my mind, and I'm going to try to make it um, a way for somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of experience with uh, creating a system like you've created. It's kind of like you have a mothership, right? And at that mothership, it's – is collecting a bunch of data on what everybody who's using ChefSheet does. So when you as the restaurateur enter in a number or, or a cost of some kind of product, we're talking about salmon. So say you're spending you know such amount for salmon, that mothership is seeing what you entered in for that product with this purveyor or this uh, this whoever distributed that salmon to you. So then it's saying, well, restaurant A is paying this, and then restaurant B down the street entered in the same order, but they're paying $10 cheaper. So now it kind of you know lifts the skirt of these retailers or of these resellers to see you know what they're charging if you're getting you know a okay. fair deal. And um, basically the, the mothership just holds all that information that you're putting into it, that collecting that data. So it's, it's common knowledge for everyone who buys into uh, the chef's sheet system. Is that a good explanation? That's exactly right. All right yeah, cool. very well said. I mean, and, and the, the other piece to that is even if you are in Bolivia or Montana or something like that, and you don't really have a you know a large number of chef sheet users in your area, perhaps to to you know share data with. Um, one thing that you do need to know is how much the price you paid has changed over that period of time. So, you know, and what's, what's generally the way that an independent or smaller restaurant will deal with pricing is they'll see that their food costs have increased the beverage cost. They'll say, you know, I want my food costs. I was I just finished uh, Joe Bastianich's book, Restaurant Man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's adamant, you know, your costs have to be 30%. See that their food cost is up to 32%. You know, what do you do about that? First of all, the month is over. You've already spent that money. I mean, you're probably two weeks into the next month. So, you know, you've already hemorrhaged a, a lot of your precious profit because your food costs have gone up. What do you do? You know, so you get on the phone, you find another seafood vendor, and you say, hey, can you come out and bid on my seafood? A couple days later, some guy drives up with a box of beautiful seafood and looks at your pricing or, you know, demurs what your prices are if you don't want to tell him and makes you a really good deal. You know, basically, you're, you're buying salmon for 6 bucks a pound, now you're going to get it for 5 and it's even better. It's great, and you're going to save money. So that delivery shows up $5. The next day it shows up, it's $5.10. The next day it shows up, it's $5.25. Literally within five to ten days, maybe even weeks or whatever, you're going to be paying more with the new supplier than you were with the old one. And the reason that they can do this is because they know that you're not keeping track. And Mm -hmm. Chef Sheet will monitor those prices that you're paying as well. 
See, so that you, you, you can you can make sure that that if you negotiate with the vendor, you can keep track uh, of whatever prices you're supposed to get. To me, this is where Chef Sheet holds most of its value because, like the example you said with Joe Bastianich going trying to find the lowest deal, you got to get on the phone, you got to call all these people. This takes time, yeah. and that's the one thing that across the board is one thing that we all have in common. We all have the same amount of hours in a day, and it's whoever can leverage this time the most effectively to to put their time and focus into the things that matter, like engaging with your employees, like engaging with your guests, like doing the research to find. More more tools like ChefSheet that can help you get the most out of your day that will make you successful. And I think that's really where you get the biggest you know, return on an investment. Um, and we're talking about the benefits right now. So far, the, the two benefits we've mentioned is management of inventory, your parcel, you can keep track of everything. And also, you can really save that time by having the ability to go out and find the lowest prices and to see it all in one place through just collecting all this data from all the different restaurants in your community. But are there any other benefits that you think are worth mentioning? Well, um, you touched briefly on being able to <clears throat> send your orders in. So you can um, you can create all different sorts of sheets to count. You could do uh, you know monthly in the period, or you can do like a weekly beer order or whatever your different order systems are. <clears throat> and using the mobile app, you can watch from your restaurant, count either what you have or what you need or some combination of those two, depending on how you compute what you need to order. And then you can send those orders to any vendor in the world, um, uh, and they'll get a, a, sort of a purchase order for you. Oh, okay. So you don't have to, you know, phone in. You know, chefs, a lot of chefs will stand in the kitchen next to some phone with sticky notes all over it and call, you know, 20 vendors at the end of each night, leaving messages on voicemail saying what they need for the next day. Um, this will take that whole process and essentially, you know, save you a lot of time because you, in the, at the time it takes you to see what you need to order, you're actually placing your order. So you don't need awesome. to do the part where you call it all in. So another way you can save time. So just to uh, summarize, we've covered, um, you know, Managing your inventory and par stock, pricing and comparing prices, and then purchasing orders, it makes that extremely easy as well. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, out of those, we have those three benefits right now, and those are extremely extremely valuable. Are there any other benefits you want to drop on us before we move on? Yeah. I mean, the, the last part, which I touched on earlier, I think is, is the plate costing and, you know, being able to take the prices from your inventory sheet. And these are all kind of different People use ChefSheet in many different ways, and it's been designed to accommodate all these, you know, restaurants are very unique animals. But um, uh, to be able to um, calculate the cost of, of, you know, your plates of food or drink in real time so you know if it's time to raise prices or take something off the menu or whatever, um, I, uh, that's another big benefit of ChefSheet. Awesome. And I just want to add one more benefit, too, because one thing I don't think we people pay attention to or one thing pe people don't really focus on enough is if you make things easy for your employees and painless, they're going to be a lot, lot happier. And if they're happier, at the end of the day, your guests are going to be much happier. When things go smoothly, just everybody is way happier. And that alone is a huge, huge benefit that I just think is worth mentioning. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And, you know, and, and using the mobile app, people... People like to uh, people like to use mobile apps. It's mm -hmm. neater. You don't have to. You know, the, the phone in your pocket is almost always there. You can use it on any Android, any iPhone, or tablet. 
and uh, you know, it is very, very convenient. Exactly. And at the end of the day, the easier you make the life of your employee, the happier they'll be, and the happier they are, the happier guests. It's it's the circle of life, man. <laughs> and uh, it's it's great stuff. And I do have one question that kind of um, you know piqued my interest because I'm curious about how it works. And obviously, like different restaurant groups will have different different prices with vendors. Say, for example, if you are like a, a huge restaurant chain, like an Applebee's or TGI Friday. Obviously, you have a lot. You're buying a lot of volume because you have all these restaurants, so you're going to get a better deal. Or maybe another example is if you're a part of a uh, buying alliance where you and like 15 other restaurants go in to purchase together to get lower deals. How does that throw a wrench into this whole operating system? Does that really affect how everything works? Well, it's not really our market. I mean, you know, so a company like Applebee's, um, they might there there there's some very expensive software out there that's that's written for restaurants. Um, and then there's, of course, companies like Oracle mm-hmm. that, you know, are some of the largest companies in, in the country, Sun Microsystems. And, yeah. you know, what they do is they do customized, you know, you know, tip-to-tail software solutions for large businesses. And, you know, a company like Applebee's has access, A, to that sort of stuff. So chances mm-hmm. are that if you work at a cheesecake factory or something, they have all sorts of software that is proprietary that they use. Um, and then... They'll have a whole purchasing department, and they really buy at the commodity level. I mean, they, they don't, you know, they, they, if they buy from Cisco, they have an agreement of exactly how much profit Cisco is going to make on everything they buy. And Cisco, you know, they'll audit Cisco and make sure that you know, when they buy a case of toilet paper that they're holding to their agreement. So Cisco can pass on an mm-hmm. increase in paper price, but nothing over whatever the agreed profit margin that, that they have, like 2% usually. So, and then when they're buying, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean But when they're buying beef, I mean they're going back to pretty much the ranch level and buying almost on the commodities market. You know, so they can lock in <clears throat> through futures. They can lock in the price of beef through a year, day of, uh, you know, through you know one part of the season, almost like airlines buy jet fuel. Okay, um, and this is obviously something that's not available to an independent restaurant or a small restaurant crew. Okay, so what I'm hearing from you to summarize is basically what what Chef Sheet does is it, it levels the playing field for the little guy. Yes, exactly. Okay. Awesome, cool. And, and and the small to medium, you know, if if you have one to twelve restaurants, you are in not in the power position in your purchasing. Uh, agreements. You know, depending on how much time and energy you put into it, you might get some more transparency. But by and large, you're paying what your suppliers are, are charging you. Okay. And the point is to crack that open and give restaurants a little glimpse into how the market really works. Okay. From higher up. So I want to find out what Chef Sheet costs. But before we talk about that, let's take a second to thank our sponsor. Listen, you want to wow your guests and not just give them another ordinary experience. This takes training, and with Sales Stars training, your staff becomes powerful brand ambassadors for your restaurant, which builds your business. Often, your customers, well, it's their first time visiting your restaurant, and they don't know what makes your restaurant great, or they don't even know what they'll enjoy. Your staff are trained to make recommendations your guests will love by educating, informing, and entertaining at every stage of the meal, every table, 
every time. Your guests have more fun while your restaurant makes more money. Now that is a win-win. Sales Stars is proven to build team spirit and communication, lower staff turnover, and double your check averages while giving your guests dining experiences they'll rave about. Seriously, what else do I have to say? Check out Sales Stars today at www.restaurantsrockstars.com for a 60-day no-questions-asked money-back guarantee. And guess what? Just because you're listening to Restaurant Unstoppable, you will get 10% off at checkout by entering promotional code DEAL. So when I was on your website, I noticed that you have uh, two versions, at least, of Chef Sheet. You have the free version and you have um, uh, Upgrade. Do you want to kind of touch upon what you get with the free version and what extra benefits you get with the Upgrade? Sure, sure, sure. So the free version is really for, um, you know, basically the people that we see using it are bartenders or sometimes sous chefs, but for whatever reason, um, <clears throat> the business itself is not subscribing, so they don't want to pay out of their own pocket. And then maybe part of their job is to take a brief inventory of you know, something like seafood or, or beer or something. So you, you're limited in the number of products you can have to about 300. So it's a relatively small inventory. Um, <clears throat> and you can send orders in to your vendors. You mm-hmm. can track your prices. You can compare prices. All that's included in the free plan. Um, you're limited in the number of items, and then you don't have access to um, recipes where you can see the plate costs. Okay. And also the, the tools where you can kind of track over longer periods of time how much you've been paying for product. And um, then we have uh, our what we call our sous chef and bar manager plan, which is really for for counting, <clears throat> excuse me, and ordering, and that's uh, twenty nine ninety nine a month. And that allows you to count unlimited items, and you can use all the ordering tools and stuff like that. And then the next one up is forty nine ninety nine a month, um, and this allows you uh, everything that we talked about um, for uh, you know recipes and you know all the higher reports and stuff like that. Awesome. Very very competitive. I mean, when you look at um, anything similar, I mean, there's a there's a company that's been around that does some similar stuff to us. They've been around since uh, Pong or uh, Invaders, <laughs> um, and uh, they uh, they charge like if you wanted to set up, you know, most uh, like a full service restaurant, it would cost you about three thousand oh, wow. dollars, not including support. And then you pay more monthly for support than you pay for Chef Sheen. That's just a monthly subscription. So it's it's very competitive with the other players in the space. Awesome. Well, AJ, I've asked all the questions I have written down. Is there anything I could have asked you that you think would have brought more value to our listeners? You know, the, the only thing I would add um, is that, you know, whether through, you know, Chef Xi or, you know, just, uh, you know, the uh, increased use of Excel or just in-house systems, um, you know, the restaurant business is as much about saving money as about making money. And, um, uh, you know, I, I've owned restaurants now in some fashion for 15 years. And I think that the lesson of saving money is, uh, the, the, the biggest lesson I've learned over the last five or 10 of those since 2008. And I would just say to everybody who wants to be in the restaurant business or is in the restaurant business, 
um, you know, the, the tools to save money are just incredibly important to be successful and, and uh, find find the things that work for you. Yeah, that's a good point. I think so many so often people are hesitant to spend a little bit extra, and not to mention there's a free version of what you're offering, but um, they're afraid to spend a little bit extra because of they're always afraid to just spend too much. But the thing is, when you implement a system or a process like this that's really tight, you end up saving way more than you would have if you had a really weak system that has leaks that lets money pour out. So, I mean, yeah, you really I, have to look at it that way. I think our, our you know, our barrier for entry for ChefSheet is not um, so much the subscription cost is is the, the, you know, it's a lot of restaurants that haven't, you know, made that step where they're going to, you know, count and manage and, you know, control their inventory. And so, you know, my... I, I know when somebody makes that decision that we'll, we'll, we'll offer the best value. I just encourage people to make that decision because it is invaluable. It mm-hmm. can change your life. You know, you can you can send your kids to college or buy a house on the money you'll save if, if you really get control of your cost of goods. For sure. AJ, man, you've been an incredible guest. Thank you so much for coming on the show to teach us more about Chef She. And, I mean, I think it's great. I love you know, helping the companies that help the little guys. So I hope you uh, found value in coming on the show to share this with us. And I know I'm happy you came on the show. So uh, I guess stay unstoppable, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed it, Eric. Nice to talk to you. All right, cheers. All right, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found value in learning about this new uh, app or website, however you're using it, to really leverage technology in your restaurants and you know really pinch pennies and save money compare costs all that stuff we discussed it's, it's a really great tool um and if you guys at home if, if you're listening to this podcast and you are using chef sheet or you're interested in using chef sheet uh, i invite you to come uh, comment on the show notes guys www.restaurantunstoppable.com slash chef sheet uh, we'll have show notes linking back to the resource that was discussed today. But let us know how you like it. I mean, let's start a conversation. Let's find out what you like about it and uh, what ways you're leveraging it so we can really make the, the most out of this community. And if you can think of any successful restaurant professionals, somebody you think would make a great guest mentor on the show, please, please, please shoot me an email, eric at restaurantunstoppable.com. That's Eric with a C. I'm always looking for guest mentors. And I am extremely grateful when you guys help me connect with them. So, uh, with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Until next time, peace out.